Hello, my name is Chris Thomas. I'm the owner of Yes We Can Travel. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Yes We Can Travel podcast. Today, I would like to talk to you about um, travel advisors and the benefits of travel advisors and the fact that all travel advisors are not equal. And I think that's a, a topic that needs to be uh, addressed within this industry. I think that it's a, a topic that uh, we need to be clear on. And when we are in the business of working for the client, we work for you uh, as a travel advisor. We are advising you, the client, the customer, and helping you with your travel um, needs. And I think that you, I want to be very upfront and straightforward and let you know that everyone that professes or claims to be a travel advisor, it is not always equal. And it is some things that you as a client and some questions as a client that you should, uh, ask and should be able to receive an answer by from your um from the traveler advisor and i think it is i uh, hundreds and hundreds and thousands and thousands of great traveler advisors within this industry that's professional that has your best interest at heart that is working for you to provide you and your family, your friends, and your groups with the best travel opportunity and best travel options as possible. But not everyone has, um, is not equal across the board. And regrettably, it's no set standard. It's no um, way um, that you can um, testing wise or anything like that, that travel advisors have to go through to meet a certain competency, um, criteria. And let me go start out a little bit about myself and so that you can understand and, and understand, um, where I'm coming from with this and why I'm passionate about this. Uh, the travel industry is a vast industry and, uh, travel advisors, work this industry um many on a part-time basis um you have some great a lot also does it on a full-time basis but the vast majority of travel advisors get into this industry on a part-time basis and what ends up happening they end up transitioning probably around the three to five year mark end up transitioning um to a full-time basis as they build up their clientele, as the commission um, is starting to come in on a more, um, on a more projected and um, where they can project their commissions um, month after month. And so after the three to five year mark, um, typically a travel advisor, a lot of them that's in this business with the passion and desire to help and to work this business uh, transitions over to a full-time basis. Now myself, I got into this, um, got into the industry um, pre-pandemic, right before the pandemic really um, took off. 
I got into the travel industry and I came in through a uh, multi-level marketing um, avenue through the introduced to multi-level marketing. Now, I'm not going to be, you may have listened to podcasts and you've heard people bash multi-level marketing. I'm, I'm not that person. I am a fan of multi-level marketing. Um, that's a whole nother podcast that I can do on multi-level marketing and the benefits of multi-level marketing. Uh, but I got introduced, um, in to the travel industry through a multi-level marketing um, company and they introduced me to my the host agency that I was with um, for a couple of years. I, that's, that's a great host agency. I'm not going to bash the host agency. Um, maybe later on in the podcast, I'll probably even drop the name of the host agency. It's a great host agency. I would have no qualms with recommending uh, individuals that's interested in the industry to join the host agency. I think it's one of the fastest, it's probably the fastest growing host agency in the travel industry. A lot of technology, a lot of training they do. But one of the downfalls, I think, of it, and I, and, and that's the reason I'm hopping back to not all travel advisors are, are, are equal. I think one of the downfalls of it is that um, people get into the business and is not fully committed to the business. When this opportunity was pitched to me a couple of years ago, I saw it. I had a why and I saw it as a income or exit strategy um, once I retire from my full time job. That's I saw it. And I knew that I, what was required for me to build, uh, my clientele and to work the business and to be passionate about the business. Now, when you have agents that comes in for a whole variety of reasons, um, some agent comes in, uh, typically through what I've seen through the multi-level marketing, uh, aspect of it is, um, the discounts, the travel perks, um, tends to be a selling point on that side. And I think if you're coming in from that avenue of it's the wrong reason to come into the industry and especially try to sell travel to your client, to clientele, it's the wrong reason. Your reasons, uh, if you're coming in for this, the benefit of, of, of you receiving some free travel options, some fam trips and things like that. That's the, the wrong reason. Now you as a consumer has no idea of their why, their reasons. Okay. So you as the consumer would not know that. So what I'm telling you as a consumer, um, some things that I would ask. How long have you been in the, in, how long have you been a travel advisor? Now don't let that deter you. Now let me, re, I'm taking it back. I'm trying to be systematic and I want you to understand something. Don't let a travel advisor, because all of us in this industry was brand new at some point. All of us in this industry was brand new at some point. And that does not mean that a travel advisor 
is will not work for you and is not dedicated to providing you the very best service as possible because they are brand new. So I hope that you understand that. But one of the questions that I think it is a key question is, how long have you been in the industry? Now I'm going to tell you why that's important. The travel industry is a complex industry. The travel industry is a complex industry. So a new advisor has a learning curve. Don't mean, remember what I said, don't mean they won't work for you. They won't, they's not dedicated to provide you the best service, but there is a learning curve there. It's things that they may not even be aware of uh, uh, within the industry because they are new and they are learning the industry and everybody at some point in a career or whatever was new and it's a learning curve so that's a number one i think fair question how long have you been in the industry as a travel how long have you been doing this as a travel advisor that's a fair question uh my next question would be Ask them about any type of certifications that they may have, professional service uh, certifications, CLIA, ASTA, uh, some training that they have that indicates they are proficient and they have, they understand. But not only that train, not only that question, what that question is also telling you is telling you what, what they are putting into into their career what type is they going the extra mile are they getting professional level training are they getting certifications to um are they putting in the time to learn the product that they's trying to sell you okay so that's another question what type of training and certifications have you had as a travel advisor so i gave you two questions so far how long have you been in the industry what type of training um, have you had uh, in the industry? The next question that I, I, I would ask uh, a traveler advisor is what what do they expect from me as a client? What do they expect from me as a client? Because I've been I'm in a number of groups. I'm on a number of threads. I'm in a number of boards. I communicate with a number of travel advisors and the expectations from a client is across the board. Uh, OK, some travel advisors um, act as a booking service. Anyone can book travel. You can book travel. Everyone listening to this podcast can book travel. Okay, uh, you got Expedia, you have uh, you have Hotwire, you have uh, Hotels.com, you have a whole vast of online booking tools that you can book travel with. Okay, so if you go, if a travel advisor is just expecting for you to get in the information and they are to just book travel, then that may be an indication that they is not have they are not committed or have the service aspect of being a travel advisor at heart and it's going to be geared to providing you the service 
and the attentive detail that you may require and deserve as a client. Okay. So what do they expect from you as a client? Then the next question is how, how will you serve me? How will you serve me as a client? Because as I just mentioned, that piggybacks off the other question. Anyone can book travel. So now how will you serve? What's, what's the differentiating factor? I like to tell my clients, anyone that comes, comes to me, I am a curator of travel experiences. I am a curator of travel experiences. I'm going to sit down with you and I'm going to provide you and I'm going to give you some insight. I'm going to tell you, um, maybe where Expedia may give you the, the cheapest airline or the desk. I may tell you or be able to, uh, provide you with an airline with a less layover time, or I may provide you with detailed information concerning making the transition from the airport to the resort a better experience. I may be able to curate and get you an exclusive experience at, um, with a chef at a different look at a location. It's things that are going on above and beyond the booking that a travel advisor can do. I may be able to ensure that you have the transportation portion of the trip once you land at the airport to get you back and forth to the resort, something that you don't have to worry about. I may be able to tell you that when you're traveling into Jamaica, it's better. You, it is a great practice to book the, um, the departure lounge, uh, um, the departure lounge and arrival, um, when you're flying into Jamaica, a great and viable service, I think, that goes on in Jamaica that a lot of people don't realize that that is available at a, at a nominal fee and it's worth it as far as getting you from the gate to uh, your baggage and making that transition as seamless as possible. Those are some things that a travel advisor can do that's working for you as a client. So I think that's a very, um, so a very important component. Um, travel advisors are a great asset and what the pandemic has shown and indicated travel advisors are being used at a record number and what the pandemic and has shown is that they travel advisors are an invaluable resource, an invaluable resource. Many times I have already talked about when the pandemic and I was a fairly new travel advisor then, really new travel advisor. So that's the reason I'm telling you when I tell you about the how long you've been doing it, don't mean there's not a proficient and a great travel advisor. That just gives you an indication that it may be a learning curve there with that travel advisor. But uh I got tried by fire. I got, I was a travel advisor when the pandemic broke out. I had clients that was, um, in destination. I have clients that was getting ready to leave for trips to, um, Disney. Um, and it was just, I got, uh, it was a, I, I learned, um, from the pandemic. I, I, I learned, um, 
the doing doing the work. But the benefit was I was the one that was on the phone for hours, um, contacting um, the suppliers, contacting the travel insurance providers online, making sure that my clients on the phone, making sure my clients was taken care of. That is what you get from a traveler advisor. That's the benefit of a traveler advisor. A travel advisor makes your job a whole lot easier as a consumer because they take a lot of weight and they can uh, expedite and make you make you have the time freedom that you deserve. You get them the information. You give them what you expect from your vacation, what you desire in your vacation, and you let them go to work and putting together some options for you and your family. But I just wanted to do this podcast and give you some things to ask a travel advisor um, that you're planning on working with because all travel advisors are not created equal. All travel advisors are not created equal. Um, some travel advisor um, has the notion and it, it's a sad notion that they are just a booking um, engine and anyone can book travel and as a professional travel advisor, my job is to work for you and provide you with the best total exclusive travel experience as possible. Thank you for listening to the Yes We Can Travel podcast. Be sure to tell your friends and your family about the Yes You Can Travel podcast. Please like, please share this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for allowing Yes We Can Travel to serve you.